Okay, so, um, good. So, uh, as we kind of started, um, I guess last semester, we got an intro to the... Uh, to this entire piece here. Now, through this semester, we're going to have a rich time, the opportunity to really go through uh, Ravobi's Mahalchem, his approaches to tefillah. And the, the, the very first, be- the beginning of, of this parak, so as he offers his intro, just remind ourselves where we were. He mentions that Avodos Hashem, it, we make this mistake in thinking that Avodos Hashem is for Akadosh Baruch Hu. Right? Akadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need, uh, and just remind everyone we're on page Shin Men Ches in, uh, in the Chalik Beis. Um, so, um, that we make a mistake and think of Avodah for HaKadosh Baruch when of course the HaKadosh Baruch doesn't need our Avodah. Uh, he, he offers it to us and he's kind enough to uh, share it with us. But it's really for ourselves, right? Um, the Avodah, right? HaAvodah Jerushalat Tzmenu, says Ruhobi. It's really for ourselves. How does that mean? What does that mean? Right? People, he says, Aniyim Davim for Parnasa, Cholim Davim for Rafua, business people Davim for Atzalacha, right? And, and all of it is why, Right? We're not looking for success per se, we're looking to complete ourselves. We're looking for is our, it is success, but not physical success, our success as of the Hashem, our success in figuring out who we are and what our job is in the world. That's really what we're trying to accomplish in our Vodas Hashem. Um, but that really comes from. Right? And he said, it's not, emuna doesn't mean to know there's a Rebbe Shalom. Emunah means to see HaKadosh Baruch in our lives. Um, and that's the, the first step. I'm trying to be successful in sh- my own personal Shlemus, right? Knowing what I need to do, knowing who I am, knowing what, what, I, what I'm here to accomplish in the world, why HaKadosh Baruch has put me here. So if that's true, right, then it has to, the, the first place to start with the recognition that there's a Rebbe Shalom who's guiding that every process and helping me along as I do that. And he points out that tefillah is the primary way for a person to strengthen emunah, right? And why is that? Because when we daven, right, we're not asking a Baruch who says to fulfill our requests, right? But rather what we're asking a Baruch to do, or what we're really doing, is by recognizing that Kadosh Baruch is the one who will make anything that we need happen, happen. He's the one who, can, who has the power to do so. That it changes our perspective. I think we mentioned that Rav Hirsch writes, right? That the language of lehit palel, it's reflexive. When I daven, I judge myself. When I daven, I remind myself of the things that matter, right? And I remind myself, A, the things that matter, but B, that the only one, any being who's around in order to help me do that is the Kadosh Baruch Hu. That's why the Gemara always refers to tefillah. It always refers to bakasha. When the Torah calls, calls something tefillah, they're referring to the, to the bakashos. To the request to make him a Kaddish Baruch Why? Because tefillah is all about getting something? No. But because tefillah is always a recognition that I'm nowhere without Rebbe Shalom. Tefillah is about resetting our mindsets. That's what it's really about. And that's why I need it. So, well, I couldn't register my, my request with Hashem once a day. That wouldn't be enough. It's not enough to, to say to Kaddish Baruch hey, this is what I need for the day. Can you help me out? So I dive in three times because like more, more needs come up? Okay, maybe. Or no, because once a day isn't enough for ourselves. And if I dive in only one time a day, I don't have that constant reboot to remind myself of the fact that the Rebbe Shalom is a central individual in my life. So I dive in morning, afternoon, and evening every part of the day to remind myself that the Rebbe Shalom is part of my life. Right? That, that's, that's the real point here, right? It's not about what I get. It's about reminding myself that anything I could possibly get would only come from him. Fine. So if you go all the way to the bottom of page Shem Ches, this is where we left off, I believe. So the word kevan. Kevan shiritzoni yisparachu b'tfilah senu. Since I got a shparachu wants our tfilah, 
So he gave Tfila a place to work, right? Up in the upper spheres. It's right at the beginning of the Briyas Olam. Right? The, the, this is after creation. It's after creation, but while the creation story is still going on. It's after the seven, you know, Sheshit Be'abrashis. It's, it, but now what's happened? The, everything that has been planted in a certain sense in the world hasn't yet sprouted. Well, Kasha, how could that be? It sounds like it did sprout in the first heart. Fine. But the Misa, it, it's, it totally tells it hadn't sprouted. Why is that? Because Hashem hadn't brought rain and there was no man to work the field. And Rashi says there, Adayin lo what happened? There was no man yet in the world. God had created the whole world, then he created man. So since there had been no human being there after the world had been created, until man is created, so nothing had sprouted yet. Right? Um, and the gears of the... He writes, Vitotzi so what happened? Really what happened was HaKadosh Baruch Hu had all the, everything waiting to sprout. But he held on to it until man was created. Lama ki lo himtir. Why? Lefi she'adam in la'avodas ha'adama. Right? What's the language of that Pasuk? Hashem hadn't brought any rain and there was no man. No, Hashem hadn't brought any rain. Why? Because there was no man there. Ve'in makir betovasen shagav There was no human being to recognize what HaKadosh Baruch Hu was about to do. Mankind shows up, realizes we need rain, he davens to rain comes, and then the sprouting begins. Okay? So it's a funny thing. Why is that, why is that the process here? Why, why did that have to be? It's almost part of the Bri itself. Had potential waiting and waited for the for the human being to daven, to bring that potential out. Kadosh Baruch couldn't have brought it out without without man. Of course he could have. He didn't need the tefillah of Adam, right? But what was the what, what, what's he trying to what, what's trying to happen there? Why does Kadosh Baruch make it work in that way? What's your be trying to, to bring out here? What would you say? What do you think? No wrong answers. Yeah, the idea of partnering with the Kodesh Baruch to make, to make it happen. That a Kodesh Baruch wanted us to see, yeah, that he need that he, again, doesn't need us, but he wants us. Right? He wants us to recognize it. He wants us to see the power. He wants us to, in a certain sense, unleash his power on our, on our own through tefillah. Because when we do that, it's not just that we see that we have powers. That's true. We have a certain power to daven, but obviously we don't. It's, it's all dependent on him anyways. But it's to recognize it, right? There wasn't any human being around to see lahakir, to recognize that there's a rebunnishalm in the world. That's what he wanted, right? So he waits for us to recognize him and say, see, that's, that's going to be the whole, be the whole purpose of creation, is that you're going to see that I created, right? Ha'olam dom the sha'on adir, just like an idea that Revolvia said that, that's been made relatively famous, the idea of the world as a clock. Right? There are a lot of, you know, all kinds of gears inside that make the hands go around, right? 
but there's also a spring in there that makes the whole thing go. I don't know much about making watches. Maybe you guys know better than me. But there, there's, there, in the end of the day, there's a spring in there that makes the whole thing go. Right? It's, it's a, if you ever use those, those toys that kids use, right? it's like the different gears that you press one, you turn one, and then they all turn. Right? Right? So there's got to be that first thing that makes the... Right? You don't do it with your hand. There's got to be a spring in there that makes the whole thing turn. Okay? Kafid zeba olam That spring is tefillah. Since it's, again, tefillah is the, the ingredient in which our amuna lives. Right? Our, our amuna, our, all of our amuna lives in this, in this power of tefillah. And so th- since that's true, it allows us to allow all kinds of things to happen. Think about it. It's, it's so obvious, but it, it's, it's, it's very simple, but it's so important. When I t- why does the Kaddish Baruch wait for me to dive into him to make somebody sick or to bring a Yeshua or to, to you know, to, sorry, make somebody he- some, someone healthy or to whatever it is that we want to happen? Why does the Kaddish Baruch wait for us? Because that's all he wants. <laughs> all he wants is, to, is for us to recognize who he is. Right? So it's the tefillah, it's our amuna, which is reflected in our tefillah that has the power. Because he's shaking us. And saying to recognize me. And then when we do, he says, oh, good, you got the message. Now, now I can do what I want to do anyways. I, was, I want to make that person better anyways. I wanted to give you uh, Parnas anyways. But I just wanted you to recognize that I'm the one who's here, taking care of it all. Right? We should never take tefillah for granted. It shouldn't be seen as some easy, small thing. Everything we see in the world happens for some other reason. There's some cause and effect going on in the world, right? He's poor because you know, he doesn't have a good, uh, doesn't have a good job. Right? He's sick because he has a virus or he has some type of infection. A person is not matzliach in learning because they're, so, they're not so skilled. That's what we see. The goal of tefillah is to recognize that none of those things are true. It's a facade. Because so it, it, but it's true. We see it in front of us. The answer is it's not really true. It's sort of true, but not really. Right? Tefillah always, right? comes clanging against this iron gate of cause and effect and things that are happening in the world. We have to shatter that sense that there's cause and effect. When we start to dive and we recognize there is no nature. It's the Ramban, Parshish Bo, right? There is no, no such thing as Teva, I mean, Hagosha Olam. There's no such thing. Everything is the Rebbe Nusholam. And when we daven, we step outside of the world. Zos hi avoros That's, by the way, the comfort of tefillah. Right? Tefillah is supposed to give us comfort also. Because it's a hope that just because something has been a certain way and we see it a certain way, it doesn't have to be that way. It's not necessary to view it that way. In fact, it's necessary not to view it that way. It's necessary to say to yourself, no, just because, and by the way, this can take place in so many areas, right? It's, I'm not having a tzlach on learning. I'm not having a tzlach on school. I have trouble in my relationship with my family. I, I don't, I'm not feeling shalim inside. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling uncomfortable, upset about something. I can't get it off my mind. 
right? Tefillah is that moment to say to Shalom, I know this isn't normal. I know what I'm asking you is something that's not natural. I'm asking you anyways. Because you can. Okay, so you don't know, in Somchan you don't for a nace. But you can ask for, there are changes that can happen that aren't a nace. Right? There are changes that can happen in your life. Right? All of us, we're old enough. All of us are old enough to have had experiences where something seems so bad and so wrong and so in a place where we didn't want it to be. And then we found out that actually it's not, it's, it, it can be better. Something happens, something changes, and all of a sudden, no, it's not as bad as I thought it was. Or that bad thing ended up helping me in some other way, where I never would have realized. Right? We call it coincidence, we call that, whatever you want to call it, we call it hashkach apratis. And, and, we can, and we can ask for it in tefillah. And, and my point is that, and Revolvi's point is, as he said before, the purpose of tefillah is not to get what we want. We know that, right? It's the fact that we ask for what we want reflects a sense that we know that it comes from a Baruch we should still ask for what we want because we should believe that Kaddish Baruch can give it to us. But the point is that there's, so, there's multiple things that happen then when we dive. Number one, in the very basic level, is it's mechazik, the sense, the way we view the world. If I go to the world, if I walk into Tefillah saying, this is what I want from Kaddish Baruch, because I, I, I know that you're the one who can give it to me, it just is mechazik ma'amuna. That's the main point he's making. But there are other points here also. And that is that it can give a comfort for a person to say, I don't have to do it all by myself. I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who's in control of this. Or maybe, even though it seems like nothing's in control, there is someone in control. And it gives a chizik, even when you're not getting what you want right away. Or maybe you never get it. But you know that you're not by yourself because you're, you turn to the one who's in charge. You turn to the one who does have that power. It gives a tremendous amount, it can give a tremendous amount of chizik. If we are chizik in ourselves, that amuna, it'll pay you back with that feeling of comfort of knowing that you're not by yourself when you're asking for something that you really need. So this is, a, again, just Revolvi's introduction to tefillah. His introduction to what tefillah is supposed to be. A way of reflecting for ourselves the sense that we live a life where we see the world as God's world. A world where God is in control. A world where God, God works with us hand in hand. A world where He wants us to turn to Him. And when we do, sometimes He's willing to open things up for us in ways we never could have imagined. But it's, again, not because we believe only that we turn to Hashem to get what we want. We turn to Hashem because we know he, he has the power to do whatever He wants to do. But also at the same time, it's a, it's a, it's a I think also a chizik for ourselves, a nechama for ourselves, a comfort for ourselves, knowing that we're not all by ourselves.